1: And it is Christmas? What does that mean? Well, it depends on the people. The people, right? See, we've got this big global world, and I have to remind myself that around the world, everybody is not celebrating what I believe in. I believe in Christmas. Do you? Well, a lot of people listening to this show might not. I have dedicated listeners that don't believe in my Christianity, but they listen to the show. Why? Because they care and they are caregivers. And what does that have to do with carrying the burden? First things first, we're coming to the close of the year. And I thought about how people hustle and bustle get. Get that appointment in. What appointment, Lorraine? That appointment in for medical, dental, all the stuff, insurance covers. Yeah, you know what you did. You forgot, and the insurance is coming to an end, and then you tried to book the appointment as the last minute, they didn't have any appointments until March, and now you're like, oh, I'm going to miss out. I'm going to lose out. Oh, are you, though? Because it's Christmas. And I had to think about it. No, today is not Christmas, but I always say, Jesus is the reason for the season. I remember when I learned that. Then it became a big hit song. That's another story. But I began to realize, even though I was taught from five years old, the story of the Virgin Mary, Joseph, and little baby Jesus. I was taught the story formally in school. And I do remember that we made up a manger in our classroom. It was really cool. And I thought about the seeds that were planted in my life for Christianity. I wasn't a Christian. I just was around a bunch of people that were, and I went to a school that happened to teach Christianity, meaning Christ. Christ, the anointed one, right? See, people forget Jesus. Uh Uh-oh, we're going heavy today. Be careful. He was Jewish. (sighs) Yeah, there was this big controversy uh, with one of those big senator-like people uh huh, about being Jewish. ish I was like, yeah. Okay, we'll save that for the other format at this station, because I'm on KPraise, KPRZ, 1210 AM. I like being on the Christian format for one of these reasons. This one right here. I'm a Christian. My beliefs are Christian. Jesus was Jewish. Watch this. You're right. For those that know that, because I do have Jewish listeners, however, in my belief, he became the Messiah for my sins. In the earth, died on the cross, and when he rose, that's when all of my sins became forgiven officially, because that gets really complicated for people. A lot of people don't even know why Jesus is the reason for this season. I had to explain that to somebody Why do you even say happy holidays? Oh, I don't know. It's nice. No, no. You say it because it's politically correct. I went there with a friend that I could say that with because some people could be offended. Our job as Christians not to offend, although we can be offensive. Jesus was like that. I always remember, compare my life to Jesus. Would Jesus have done that? Did Jesus do that? I'll get a scripture and prove it to myself, but it's all about motive. I always have to remember he was is the Messiah, the chosen one, the anointed one to come into the world and take away the sins of the world. Take them away. Take them away. Where to the cross? (gasps) But I thought this was Christmas. It sounds like that Easter stuff. No, Easter is a pagan um, celebration. Anyway, we're talking about Christmas, Christ, like I tell people just like you can't say good without God, you can't say Christmas without Christ. There's no Christmas without Christ. That's why they put the X. That's why they put the X. They wanted to leave him out and have the fun and the decorations, have the cartoons, have the parties, but no Christ. And I went on protest once I learned that mm, back in the 80s. I was like, no, I'm an ambassador for Christ and I will Always represent Christ as long as he lets me live by his grace and make sure people know happy Christmas because a lady looked at me and laughed when I told her that this week and she smiled and she said happy Christmas. I think she didn't expect me to say happy Christmas. I had the concept for myself. You might say happy Christmas too, but for me, it's a celebration about Jesus coming into the earth, being born to be the chosen one, the appointed and anointed one. Yes, the Messiah, the Savior of the world. You know, for God so loved the world, the most famous scripture internationally, John three sixteen. Yeah, that one. Hmm. He did what? He gave. So here's things you need to remember during this Christmas season. Christmas for me, Lorraine, is about giving. Remember, that's the idea of why we give. December, oh my goodness, the most giving done ever. Think about it. You give out of your pocket to the retailers. Then you give out of your heart to those in need, usually the needy, the homeless, the hungry. And even if you don't have the cash, you give your time. Nothing wrong with that, but I'm trying to get you to see the Conspiracy of Christ? <gasps> that sounds kind of dangerous. Well, is it a conspiracy? I don't know. You tell me. Connect at com. You can find that on the KPRZ.com website. You sure can. Under my show, Caring the Burden. Yes. Lorraine Carroll. That's two R's on both names. Whoa, watch that. So we've got giving at Christmas. People give, don't they? I mean, they solicit, I don't know about you, but they solicit your money starting around October. For Christmas, they sure do. Who is they, Lorraine? That's a pronoun. They, okay, here I am here, ready, ready? They that want your money. The nonprofits, the organizations that help the needy, for example, right? The profits, meaning there's retailers, yes. And I'm not talking about the prophets of God, like in the Bible, Isaiah and those guys. I'm talking about the people that profit from your spending It always amazes me how we're in deficits left and right in the United States. But yet, around December, we find that our deficits seemingly are, uh, yeah. Okay, so people spend. They give in spending. They give in donations. They give of time. So Christmas is about giving. Okay, and then what? Well, remember, for God so loved the world. Haven't you noticed that people become so loving and friendly and chipper and kind? I love Christmas music. Even the Christmas music that has nothing to do, allegedly, with Christ has something to do with the basis of love. Remember, the basis of love is found in 1 Corinthians 13. Love is patient. Love is kind. Oh, there we go. So we've got this word kind. During Christmas, yes. People are so kind, aren't they? They're seemingly a little more friendly, a little more happy. Right, I told you, happy Christmas. We're getting there. So a lot of people don't realize that happiness is an emotion. It can be fleeting, comes and goes, but it's based on a mindset, it's based on a choice, and it's based on an attitude. So for me, I'm grateful during Christmas. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever, I'm a whosoever. So I was watching The Grinch (laughs) That Stole Christmas, the infamous cartoon. We all know it. We remember Dr. Seuss, the books, all of it, right? But this year I had a great revelation. Whoville. I said, wow, they look like a whole congregation down there. They look like a whole church. I was like, they should have been called the Church of Who because (laughs) they were singing and happy and dancing and feasting. I said, that sounds like what they did in the Bible days. My goodness. I said, I I think I'm a Whoite. That's what I said to myself and laughed. It was funny to me. So I thought about their attitudes, though. The reason the Grinch despised them so much, I had a beautiful revelation because it seems like the Grinch is always looked upon as the bad guy and someone to frown upon and they play the music. It has some what we call dark tones in the music and it's amazing, the song, but it almost sounds a little scary. So when you think about it, at the end, no one really celebrates the revelation that the Grinch received. See, down in Whoville, the people had an attitude of gratitude. Those were some grateful people. Think about it. The Grin stole all of the presents. Nothing left. Because remember, that's what he was hating on. Yeah, people hate on Christmas. You didn't know that? Yes, they do. For various reasons. Mm, religious reasons. Uh, let's see. They just don't agree with all the hype. yes. There are hateful people, as we like to call them, Grinches, during the season of Christ where we escalate his birth, the birth of Christ into the earth. Remember, we're still on John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. His only begotten son that who so... Did you hear it? Who? Whoville? Hey, are you catching on? Whosoever believes. So the essence of faith... First is believe, because that's what the Lord said. Jesus told people to believe when he was walking on the earth. Remember, he was Jesus, but he was yet the son of God. He called himself the son of man. He's walking around telling his Jewish peers, I'm God. (laughs) My father and I are one. I mean, for his peers, that was blasphemy, and it still is, respectfully to those That are Jewish. They don't agree. They don't believe in that. They believe in what they believe. But this is Christmas time. And I get to celebrate what I believe. And I get to say it loud and proud. Yes, I'm a Christian. And at this time of the year, Christmas, Christ, Mas. I love it. The Latin mos more. Isn't that amazing? There's no Christmas without Christ. So whatever you do this year, Think about these three things we're talking about. Giving, loving, meaning being kind, even patient. For caregivers, this is a very difficult time because we have to be very mechanical, like robots, for the people we love, right? Remember, we're being loving, we're being kind, and it's hard because there's so many directions that we have to travel in during the holidays. The holy days, right. Right. So for us as Christians, our holy day is the Christmas celebration. You can do the research, the science, the math. I've had even a a very professional person teach me the archaeology of Christmas. I mean, it gets really deep. There's so many aspects you can consider. Okay, we chose the 25th. It's really deep. You can look into it. All you need to know is this. It's a celebration. That's what matters most the celebration. Anything else doesn't matter. Why? Because it's about Christ. Some of the little kids like to say it's his birthday. Works for me. So just like at birthday parties, what do we do? We celebrate. We celebrate with cake, ice cream, games, fun. Sounds like the people in Whoville to me. I mean, they were singing, they were holding hands, they had food, they were laughing. That's what you do at a party. That's what you do at a celebration. They were living a life of celebration. That's what we're supposed to do during these holiday seasons. Holy days. Holy, yes. The holy days. The holy days are the days leading up to Christmas for us as Christians. I still do the count up. Sometimes we call it the countdown, but I call it the count up to Christmas. I start December 1st. I choose a christian base. Yeah, Christmas song. Christian-based Christmas song? Yeah, we forget about those when we're in our winter world and we're walking around in them and we're having a happy time around the tree and rocking and doing those kinds of things. Nothing wrong with those songs as long as we remember that Jesus is the reason for the season. So sometimes I like to extract the Christmas, the Christian, part of the Christmas music. And I dedicate every day a Christmas song to Jesus. I pick one. Today was Mary, Did You Know? So I like the Dolly Parton version. There's all kinds of versions out there. But listen, I thought about Mary and I think about her every year. Some people think about her every day. That's fine. But I think about her as just being a human person like me. Sometimes as a caregiver, we get these burdens. We get things we didn't ask for. We get things that we have to deal with that we're not prepared for. We have to face the giants, the people, the problems, all at the same time, as well as the poop. Did she say the poop? I said it all at the same time. Phone is ringing. You're trying to cook. You've got poop to clean up, trash to take out. House stinking. Yuck. Right. That's the reality for some of us at Christmas. Every day, every day. So I find a way During this season that Jesus is the reason to make sure I dedicate the awareness of what I need most at Christmas. Yes, it's a happy Christmas for me because that's an emotion. It's fleeting, but I make it a happy Christmas. But what I also do more than anything else, I celebrate the Prince of Peace. Mighty God, that's what it says. It says wonderful counselor, mighty God. Prince of Peace. Yeah, we were talking about that Isaiah 9 and 6. So let's talk about it again. Jesus being the Prince of Peace. Remember that. It was a prophecy, he fulfilled it. And if you have chaos in your life as a caregiver, which most caregivers do at least 80% of the time, because it's nonstop when you're a caregiver. I've had some of my friends actually admire what I do in the sense of the pressure. And I thought, like, why are you admiring all the stress and the pressure that I'm under? Some actually admitted, I don't think I could do it. I don't think I could handle it. I don't think I would make it. And then some have admitted, you know, I never thought about what you really have to do. I had another person admit to me this week, I try not to think about all of what you have to do. These are people that are close to me. And I said, wait a minute. You're supposed to be my friends, family, extended family. What? Hey, well, if you're a caregiver during Christmas, if you can remember these things, that Christmas is a happy season because Jesus is the reason for the season, it'll be easier for you to give because remember, Give, and it'll be given unto you. So, no, we don't go to the parties, bring a gift, give a gift, get a gift. Yeah, okay, that's cute. But it still comes back to Luke 638. Give, and it shall be given unto you. One party I've been invited to, they set the price limit on the gift and a minimum. And I said, you know what, Jesus, why would somebody set limits? I get it. It's a secular reason. That's why. So I said, you know what, Lord, you're the reason. Put it on my heart what to give. And if it exceeds the max, oh, yeah, well, so the person that receives will be blessed because that's what the Lord gave me. It's not to show up the other person because nobody will know from whom the gift came in this one. So guess what? It's about the Lord seeing my heart, my motives, me showing up with a basic box, but having what? A gift inside that exceeds the expectation. And that's what the Lord showed me about Christmas this year. He is always exceeding our expectations as caregivers. Why? Because we can't meet the need. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Most days, we run out of gas as caregivers before we can fulfill the work, before we can get it all done, before all the work is finished. Pretty much, we can't get it all done as caregivers. At the end of the day, we have to stop and say, okay, I'm out of gas, park the car and get filled up again by who? Jesus? Yes. In the form of who? The Holy Spirit? Yes. The Trinity, God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Spirit. They used to tell us all in one, I get a three for one at Christmas. What a gift. You see what I mean about the abundance, the overflow, the excess? So, no, it's not about me trying to show up someone else. Like I said, no one knows. Just like no one knows that it's the Lord that fills you up. And it's the Lord that gives you a gift. Unless you what? Tell it. The Christmas song says it. Go tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere that what? Jesus Christ is Lord. And I thought about all the Lords in the whole entire earth. See, I live in America and we don't have Lord as titles for government, for example. Other countries do in their languages. And in their provinces, there are lords. Well, here in America, we don't say it that way. But we have senators. We have governors. Okay, well, I, I don't think I saw a senator in the Bible. I think I saw governor, yeah. Okay, even in the translations, uh, we don't really have lord in the United States. If I'm wrong, correct me. Connect at LorraineCarroll.com. Here's the thing for us Christians. We've got to celebrate, be happy about Christmas. This is our pinnacle season, Christians. Now, if you're a caregiver and you're a Christian, even more reason to celebrate, not the presents, even though giving is about Jesus. I told you, giving shall be given unto you, right? Luke 6.38. But if you look back just a couple of chapters, (laughs) and this is so cool to me, go back to Luke 2. So, You'll see it there. I love this. Suddenly, a great army of heaven's angels appeared with the angel. What angel? Well, see, there was this angel. Yeah, go read it. It's in Luke 2. You've got time. Go back. One of the stories of Christmas, just one of them. Okay. So then there's this great army of heaven's angels that appeared with the angel singing praises to God. That's why we sing Christmas songs. Glory to God in the highest heaven. I was telling a friend this week, had to remind him listen, there's a whole passage, let me remind you, that talks about spiritual wickedness in high places. And I had to remind him that we have levels of heaven. Oh, you better go to that theology class. Sign up, the one you've been putting off all year. Okay. If the Lord lets you live 2024, try again once more. So, Glory to God in the highest heaven. Well, I thought there was only one heaven. Well, read the Bible and get back to me. Connect at LorraineCarroll.com. This is my favorite part and the part that I want to leave you with today. And peace on earth to those with whom he is pleased. (gasps) Gasp right there. This is Luke 2.14. I told you, over in Luke 6.38, There's that giving scripture, right? We were talking about this in regards to Christmas. Over in John 3, 16, we've got that, for God so loved the world. And then we've got Lorraine over here with Lorraine's testimony of gratitude. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God. I'm thankful that Jesus is born, has been born, was born. So what is this Jesus is born? Because when I read the Bible, it speaks of him In the present, because I'm reading what they experienced, and I'm living what they experienced. Jesus is the same today, yesterday, today, forevermore. So now I'm looking at it with whom he is pleased. So I put it all together, 50 years of hip-hop, wait a minute, where did that come in for Christmas? Because one of the big popular colloquials that came about in the 90s somewhere was Everybody's saying peace. Well, they were saying peace in the 80s and the 70s, 60s too, and some of my baby boomers that are listening, well, we were saying it in the 50s. But what was the motive? What was the intention? This year at Christmas, make sure you show some peace, caregivers, in that chaos, in those frantic panic situations. Oh, my gosh, what am I supposed to do here? Well, first of all, you're supposed to take a deep breath. Remember breath? Spirit of God, right? Take the deep breath. Sigh it out. And what does the sighing out do? It lets you know that you're human. It reminds you, hey, I'm weak and it's okay because where I'm weak, God is strong. Yeah. And then finally receive the peace of God, the peace that surpasses all understanding to guard your heart and your mind this Christmas season. Remember, they said it one way, but I'm saying it this way. What way, Lorraine? Well, it says it right here. Peace on earth to those with whom he is pleased. The question for you this Christmas season, is God pleased with you? Well, guess what? He is if you're his child. Why? Because you get a pass. What is that? A pass for everything. Everything, everything. Even when I wronged my friend, even when I didn't participate, even when I was mean, even when I was angry and when I didn't forgive, It's called a pass. What pass is that? Remember I told you. Jesus died on the cross. Him dying gave you a pass. A pass to what? Salvation. It's free. It's a pass. Accept the pass. Take the pass. And then celebrate Christmas. This year with a whole new attitude of peace, giving, loving, gratitude. That's the reason that. Jesus is the reason for this season. You've been listening to Carrying the Burden with me, Lorraine Carroll, right here on KPRZ 1210 AM. That is in sunny San Diego. We had 75 degrees. Yes, high. Like 2 o'clock. It's December the something. Yeah. I'm sorry. Don't hate on me. We don't have any snow unless we drive to it. Yeah. Okay, we're right here in sunny San Diego. Listen again, any podcasting station near you, carrying the burden. Gets
0: All you have to do is smile, everything gets better.